Hey guys, welcome to Sky Squids. My name is Ambrose Ayala, and I am here with my other host, Marlon Williams, aka Black Zeus Fit, aka I don't know, I don't know the rest of your AKAs, but anyways, he's here. And we got another exciting episode for you guys today. We're talking about celebrity conspiracy theories. So we're gonna get right into it, but first we're gonna start with an icebreaker. Did we did we do an icebreaker last time? I don't know. I can't remember. Who knows? Either. We're we're gonna do icebreaker. We're gonna do normally. an icebreaker every time. And we have these cards. They're called uh, so, and it says a collection of questions for a deeper discussion. But we go. got that covered. Here we go. Who's one influential figure you wish you could make a hundred clones of? Ooh. A hundred, though? That's a lot. A hundred? I don't think I could deal with a hundred of anybody. And then being that, well, who's one influential figure? It doesn't have to be somebody that is going to be in your life, but there's going to be a hundred of them. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because I was thinking like, you know, like Whitney Houston, Tupac, JFK, Martin Luther King. Oprah. No, I'm sorry. Einstein. Oh, no, no you know, the, maybe Einstein. No, no. I know who I would make. I know who I would make. And he would literally change the whole world. Oh. Nikola Tesla. Oh, yeah. Oh, we got to talk about him. That man was a genius. He He's in an underground cave with the advanced society. What? Because they, you didn't hear about you that? You think so? You I thought he was theory? dead. I thought they killed him. I don't know. They said that. There's a bunch of theories out there about him. But I, I would, I would, mm. I would clone him a hundred times because like, girl, we probably already be living on Mars by now. Yeah. I think I would choose, you know, I don't really know. I don't want a hundred clones of anybody. Honestly, we have enough bad people in the world. And the good people always turn out to be bad. So I'm going to say no True. one. Oh. Throw that card away. <laughs> All right, well, you got to pick another card. You got to pick another card. That was your card. Here, we got to get an answer out of you. you okay, okay, okay. That okay, card. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to mix it up. I'm going to shuffle these bad boys up. Can y'all hear it in the link? That was a trash shuffle. You told me I ain't been to Vegas. All right, all right, all right, all right. Here we go. When was the last time? No, we're not doing that one. No, we're not doing that one. That was trash. Okay, here we go. Who was the coolest kid in your high school, and where is he or she now? Oh, my God. Washed up. The coolest kid. You know what I'm saying? The coolest you know, kids honestly, in high schools never turn out to be anything after yeah, high school. Yeah, and it's always like the, the the high school quarterback. And I don't even know where he is, honestly. I no. mean, everybody from high school is on Facebook or some sort of social media right now. and He's doing uh, drugs in the trailer He's the park. only one that Kidding. I can't see. He was the high school quarterback, and everybody was he's cool with him. Yeah, he was, yeah, the whole school. I don't know. Who knows what happened here? Wait, did you go to you went to high school in Texas? Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah, football. Northside, no, Northside Fort Worth, Northside High School. Northside. Yeah, who knows? That's that's. I want to know. Do you follow him on Facebook? You don't. You don't follow <laughs> he, him. On Facebook? Uh, I don't know. I don't. You know, normally you see people on their list, and like you may know this person, and you're bound to come across. I, I've come Somebody, across yeah. everybody from high school yeah, except yeah. that person. Oh, I don't wow, even wow. know what happened. That's crazy. I don't know. Maybe he's not active or something. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Well, that's icebreaker for Sky Squids. And uh, so, guys, we're gonna do a focus show. 
We say <laughs> we think <laughs> we we think it's focused. Um, That's so the feedback we got. Right. Our topics today: we're going to be talking about uh, Lake Lanier. We're also going to be talking about feral people, and it kind of ties in the same thing: and indigenous people living on different islands. So we're going to just kind of go through a little bit of everything. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start with Lake Lanier. And I know a lot of people have recently been talking about it online. There's been, you know, shows about it. There's Mm -hmm. been a lot of different things going on with Lake Lanier with celebrities. So we're just going to dive into it. So first, you know, what is Lake Lanier? It was named after Sidney Lanier, who was a poet and Confederate Army veteran. Uh, Lake Lanier is in North Georgia between Gainesville and Buford. It's in Georgia? Yeah. Before its completion in 1956, beneath Lake Lanier were several small towns once occupied by farmers. And this was a thriving town of black people. Um, Yeah. Wow. And I know it. it and it New gets York, worse. what's that? New York, New York, uh, that really big rectangle square. Tribeca. In what? New York, that was a a, a a thriving black town too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, this was a thriving black town, and and basically the army came in, military came in, um, pushed them out. White people came in and pushed them out. Yeah. So how it started was. These white men came into town and they accused someone in the town of murdering and raping a white woman. Oh, and, Lord. And they found her, her body in the forest. Here we right? go. Right. So they they, came they were capping. And they hung him and they burned his body. Then they told everybody that they need to get out of town. They have they they need to leave this town. So that's the, the, the back story of it. A lot of people don't, you know, online they have the nice version of, of how they just came into the town and wanted to build a lake to supply water to Atlanta. And that's what they built. But little do they know that beneath that lake there's bodies, there's homes, there's roads, there's buildings that are still intact under the water. Still, really? Yeah. And a lot of people have started to say that this lake is haunted just because they've seen things. Um, people go there for 4th of July, Memorial Day weekend. Right, right, right. You know, they want to have fun. And just as an example, one of the um, ushers' uh, ex-wife, uh, Tamika Foster, her son um, actually died in Lake Lanier. And I That was the most recent one, right? Because she, she went out there, like, randomly for the weekend or something like that? No, this was Usher's stepson that died. Okay, okay, stepson. Yeah. So so which one am I thinking? Because she died, right? The mom died, right? And left a kid behind? Um, So according to the article that I'm reading, uh, let's see. Kyle Glover, son of Usher's ex-wife, Tamika Foster, was critically injured in the jet ski accident that happened on Lake Lanier. And then... Because I had thought that um, there was this actress, or I can't remember her name, but there was an actress. She yeah. went out on the boat, and she got like caught under the undercurrent. The actress from Glee. 
Yeah, isn't that yeah, wasn't so that wasn't Lanier? Out, well, okay, um, was that Lanier, was that the same lake? You know, I don't know if that was Lake Lanier. I think it was actually. Well, it'll tell us in here. But basically, uh, Lake Lanier. It took five years for the lake to fill to its intended water level. The U.S. government purchased more than fifty thousand acres of farmland, which ultimately displaced more than two hundred and fifty families, fifteen businesses, and relocated twenty cemeteries along with the corpses in the process but i don't think they they took the time to dig up every single corpse if that um, was a black if that was a black community area, then community, they did not take they didn't dig them bodies up they left them yeah. the only bodies that got moved were the ones of the family that probably came in and actually moved did it the themselves. coffins themselves yeah outside I, of that they that. left them bodies there if y'all left roads railroads um Buildings, houses, furniture, you're not going to dig up the body. You can't even take what's on the ground. So, yeah, they... um, That irks my nerves that they just be lying about history just to, like, say... I mean, I don't know if I want to say it like that, but, like, I feel like it's, it's frustrating to hear them always lie about history to protect the feelings of one particular group in history. Yep, or but to protect then, uh, uh, their um, integrity. Or, yeah, protect their integrity of their business. But then when the shoe's on the other foot, it's like, well, hold them accountable for what they did. They, we need, we, we, you know, we're America, and we don't stand for that. We got morals. It's like, oh, oh okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, that's how it is. That, that, that's just how it went. Um, so they, <laughs> they took all these people. They told them to leave. A lot of the black families came back when things kind of died down. They At first, they weren't talking about building the lake. They just wanted everyone to leave. And I guess when the families came back to try to see if Get it was safe, back. yeah, then they decided they were going to build a lake there and bring water to Atlanta. That's wow. not the real reason why. But, I mean, personally, I wouldn't want to be drinking from a lake that has dead bodies and who knows what else is down there. Mm-mm, no, that water's being pulled into Atlanta, so everyone in Atlanta is drinking it. But I mean, you think? Well, they gotta filter that water before it gets into the. I'm just saying to your house, though, right? It's just kind of creepy. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like you know, being that they are drinking that water, I, I hope that they filter it. That stuff. Uh, well, I don't know. Well, you know, you can't trust nothing after knowing what happened to Flint. Right. So. And I it's mean, still happening, apparently. But since the lake's opening. Of Lake Lanier, 675 people have died in the lake, and not all bodies have been found. So people have reported to see, um, survivors apparently have reported to see um, ghostly figures. Uh, they feel people touching them under the when they're in the lake. What? Um, yeah. This has all been, and, and so are I Are people see, still going here? No. I mean, people are still going there just for the curiosity, I'm guessing, but... A lot of people have tweeted different things. Please don't invite me to a boat party on Lake Lanier. The Bermuda Triangle has nothing on Lake Lanier. Oh, my um, God. So apparently, you know, a lot of people think this place is haunted. I've never personally been there, but there's also a lot of references to Lake Lanier um, in a lot of shows, honestly. Like, I've seen really? it on, what was that show called? American Horror Story? I mean, they're like, I, they the, they're have, like the king they of references. I, I believe they have mentioned it on American Horror Story, but they even mentioned it on little shows that are heartwarming. I, I don't know what heartwarming show that I watched, but they went to Lake yeah, Lake yeah, and they had a little bonfire by the water. And so it's still kind of like a 
a destination spot, maybe, but uh, it ain't got the best. It ain't got the best track record of bodies. Yeah, and bodies piling up. Yeah, I also didn't know Lake Lanier was uh was in Atlanta, basically. Yeah, well, it's kind of weird because there's a Lake Lanier, I think, in California as well. There's okay, so I wasn't lake, tripping. Yeah, there's two. Okay, what to say? So yeah, the that is it haunted? Has anyone been to Lake Lanier that is listening? And um, if you've experienced anything, I'd like to hear about it. You know, even if we don't air it on the show, we don't have to. I just want to know from my own curiosity if anyone's been there, seen anything, or experienced anything. A lot of people online, YouTube, TikTok, whatever, have been saying that they've experienced things. But we all know that people can say things just to get their little five minutes of fame. So Trying to get their followers up. Yeah. yeah. In other words, you will not be seeing me going to Lake Lanier. I, I wouldn't go to Lake Lanier. I'm going, like, I'm going to Atlanta. I don't even like going to I ain't to going to no lakes, though. Matter of <laughs> fact, no, my geography skills, I'm not even going to trust going to any lake near Atlanta. I don't even like going to the lake, honestly. The water's always dirty. But um, also, Yeah, that mud, whenever you get, whenever you like first get in there and all that mud's going you through your... feel that algae. Uh, you feel yeah, like you feel it going through your toes. <laughs> And then there's a bottle down there that cuts you. I just always think of the, I think of the Swamp Monster. Uh, remember that, that movie Swamp Monster? Swamp Thing? Every time. Yeah, Swamp Thing. I think about that every time I get in like a oh, lake. Oh, my God. And my toes get all that Even stuff. Even the beach, too. When I went to Cancun, the beach was the like beach that. The beach was like that. Yeah. Really? They, well, I don't know what was causing all that nasty stuff to come in. That oh, my dead algae, algae or something. Yeah. High algae season? Mm-hmm. And you can feel it in your. It's all squishy. I it's all know. squishy. It's yeah. like a. It's like it, it feels like a molded, uh, uh, like a molded sponge. Yeah. In your even, toes. even like uh, when you got boat shoes on, it's slippery. You know. Yeah, now it's slippery. slippery. Yeah. <laughs> it's not yeah. going between your toes, but it's slippery. But um, that that also brings me to um, talking about. Uh, it kind of. It doesn't tie into what we're going to talk about next. But um, what do you guys think about it? Is Lake Lanier haunted for real? I just want to know. I'm interested. I've, I've heard so many people say things about it, but no one personally. And I have a lot of friends that go to Atlanta, and I guess they don't go to the lake. <laughs> I'm about to say, because I know a lot of people from Atlanta, and they ain't never brought up Lanier. We need to get an, an uh, uh, Atlanta native that has experienced it or lives there and knows and has heard things. Because uh, apparently this has been going on for a long time, and... I'd imagine ever since they made that much scary stuff has been going on just with six hundred It was made off of ill intent. So it's just like I feel like whenever you yeah. look at like houses, lakes, destinations, hotels, like if there's ever like this really traumatic or like like, you know, malicious event around like that place, it's always got like some type of haunting or paranormal activity, like Oh, yeah, I'd be pissed off, too. They came and they killed me and they um, want to build a lake here. I'm going to drown everybody that goes in. <laughs> I mean, you know, you never know. And, you know, but, black folks were still doing, like, voodoo and all that other stuff back then. So they might have, like, cursed yeah, they the might land. they might have cursed the land like, or something. Like, all right, y'all come over here what you want to, but it's cursed. Yep. Sorry about it. I mean, 625 people dead. Something is going Maybe. on there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people drown every day. You know, in your own pool in the backyard, but... Oh, 100%, but... You got I, people I think, touching you under the water and ain't nobody out there. And you're right. seeing ghosts and Grim Reapers popping up. You're like, nah. Okay, so anyways, we're going to um, change gears and talk about feral people and the national park. 
And oh, we're also going to talk about a man. God. The National Park thing, that shit is real. I don't care what nobody's saying. And this is, so I did some research on this myself today just because I wanted to know what was going on myself. So when I say NPS, that's the uh, National Park Service. And so what I was looking up, I was trying to find out how many people have disappeared or died in national parks um, up until today, you know? Couldn't find any information on it. Uh, But I did find that the NPS does not directly collect data on how many visitors disappear in the wilderness or in their parks. So the answer is unknown. They don't keep track of that. What? According to data from the twenty seven from twenty seventeen relating to activities, there were three thousand four hundred and fifty three reported search and rescue miss- missions and only one hundred eighty two deaths in American national parks. Nah, fam. Um, that, 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 I feel like these they're not counting are like, on purpose. Well, yeah, I feel like it's like VAERS, where like VAERS is like the vaccine adverse reaction or some of that, but like only. Like less than one percent of all the cases get reported. Reported, right? Yeah. So if they've had three thousand, let's say three thousand four hundred fifty-three reported search and mis- search and rescue missions, and one hundred and eighty-two deaths in the American national parks that they have documented. Man, we could easily add a zero on the back of that. Right? Yeah. It'd be like thirty-four thousand. Yeah, I would think thirty-four thousand, and especially if they're not even trying. Right. A hundred thousand deaths. <laughs> But here's some of the incident incidents um, that were reported. So in Lake Mead National Recreation Area, which is in Nevada. Area five, 51. 563 people. And it doesn't say how many of these are deaths or what. It just gives you a number. They so, go to Area 51. They're scooping them up. Right. Putting suppositories <laughs> in them. Grand Canyon National Park in Arizona, 290 reports. Oh, that's a desert. Yosemite National Park in California, 233 yeah, me. Rocky Mountain National Park, Colorado, which right. we were, I was just there. He was there. 165 people. Glad you made it back. Right. We kept looking for a Sasquatch in the mountains. Oh, uh, no. Uh, <laughs> nope. Sequoia and Kings Canyon in California, 138 people. Zion National Park in Utah, 114 people. Great Smoky Mountains National Park. Tennessee, North Carolina, 100 people. And the list goes on and on. It goes through all the national parks. I'm not going to sit here and read all 16 of them to you. But something is going on, and no one's reporting it, and the uh, NPS doesn't want anybody to know either, because why wouldn't you document it? Well, what's the reason for it? Well, I'm reading something like these feral people, like they're cannibals, right? So basically, the, the feral people are living in these national parks, and the uh, what are they called? The the rangers mm-hmm. are there to keep you away from them. They're not there. It, yes, you report, and the reason why you you go into the national park if you're going to go on a hike, if you're going to go anywhere in there, they tell you which zones that you cannot go to that are too dangerous. Apparently, they don't tell you the reason why they're dangerous. They don't say that the, the mountain's too high, the mountain's too steep, or you can't get up there. They just say it's dangerous. Don't go in there. What is the reason? You go in, you ain't coming out, basically. I mean, yeah, you never know. These people go in there, they check in with the ranger. The ranger tells them, yes, you can go, or no, you can't go. You got to stay within these grounds. 
extremists, the adventure type people like to jump off buildings and stuff. They like to go out there and, and not tell anybody about it. They're supposed to. Because they go into the zone that they're not supposed to right, go to. So right. they end up dead. So they end up disappearing or something happens to them and, and just doesn't make sense. There's been a lot of disappearances there. A lot of bones reported being found. I read a story one time on two people. They were at a national park and I thought it was just like a like a wives' tale or like a. There were kids at the time. I think one was like twelve. I think one was like eight. But they're like, I think they're at your. I think they're at. They were saying that they're at Yosemite, mm-hmm. right? And they were walking through the woods, and um, um, they weren't really paying attention where they were going. But they were just trying to just explore and have a good time, or whatever. And they and he was saying that like, they had, they the further they went, they had started getting to this point to where they started seeing like fog. And they like they couldn't explain where the fog was coming from, mm-hmm. and they kept walking, kept walking, kept walking, and the fog got thicker and thicker and thicker. And then he was like, my brother, who was like little, he was like somehow he had got separated from his little brother, and he was like looking and looking and looking. And he finally like caught up to him, and he was saying that like he couldn't explain it, but at the foot of one of these trees, he said it looked like there was a staircase. It was like this. I don't even know how to explain it. He was like, he was saying it basically was like, like this, like Disney Channel cartoon looking, like you know what I mean, like, 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 <laughs> like just a staircase going into the ground that is just yeah. like there's no way that there would be this, this just random staircase at the foot of the tree. Yeah. And he was saying that he started seeing his little brother, like going towards it, and all he said he could remember from that point was that like all he heard was he 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 didn't get he lost track of his brother. He was walking towards these stairs. And he passed out. Hmm. And he was like, he wakes up with his brother, and his brother's got all these like scars, like all these scratches on his uh, like forearms, like mm-hmm. like you know what I mean? Like it looked like um, they he said it looked like uh, like talons or something like that. Oh, okay. Anyway, he um, so then they obviously hightail it out of there. They go back and they tell everybody what happens, and then um, ironically, the Rangers were like dismissing the whole thing. They didn't doc. He's like they wouldn't document nothing. They wouldn't call the police. They just dismissed my little brother and me as crazy. Like he was like they were just trying to dismiss the whole thing, right? And then um, now that you bring this up, it's like I don't know. It's something I feel like there's something, something in on. those woods I mean, that they people know about. Because I mean, it's just think about the amount of movies that have come out that before. It, our, before I still think of Hills people, have eyes. Hills have well, eyes. The hills have eyes. The descent. Have you seen the descent? The women. What they go in the cave? Yeah, that the women with the, go in with, the, the cave, with the long. And they, yeah, they those people in there, they're blind. Yeah, and yeah. So the descent. Um, Hills have eyes. The other one was uh, there was a special or there was an episode on American Horror Story about it. Mm-hmm. Same thing. It just I comes saw another up. one. It comes up everywhere. Yeah. Wrong turn. What is oh, that wrong about? Wrong turn. Yep. Wrong turn. Where would they get that idea from? I don't know, man. And this is before people really got into conversations about feral people because that I, I just heard about them uh, this past year, honestly. I didn't hear about him until that dude got shot up with arrows because he was over there trying to preach Jesus to that uh, that group of people that are uncivilized. Like they've oh, yeah, never met civilization. They're like in an island somewhere. It's been like so. There was a, an American killed in India by uh, by endangered. And Dom, I, I can't. Ottomans, 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 
Yeah, so um, they loaded that boy up with arrows, fam. <laughs> that's what they said. An American has been killed by the tribe, and uh, Adaman tribe, Adaman is that he said? And Nicobar Islands fishermen who took the man to the north Sentinel Islands say tribes people shot him with arrows and left his body on the beach. Uh, he's been identified as John Allen Chow, a 27 year old from Alabama. He's like an evangelist. We got his picture here. I know you guys have seen it. Um, you can look this article up yourself. It's on uh, BBC.com. I mean, um, you should have known the lead, lead, leading people alone. Well, it's even the, the island is even listed as off limits. But they don't. Yeah, so a fisherman took him there. So he wasn't supposed to go there to begin with. But um, he went there apparently to preach Christianity to them. They don't want Joe Jesus. <laughs> they good. You, but how do you preach Christianity to people that don't even speak English? Exactly. Like, and you don't even know what language they speak. Here's a white man with straight them. hair. You should pray to him. They're not going to know what you're talking about. What I want to know is why don't um, the U.S. go in there and, and just take control? Well, they need to go in there and take control. They're not bothering nobody. I know. I'm just saying. They took control of everybody else? Why? <laughs> I mean, sure. Let them live they, The U.S. has taken control over every single group of people on this planet. Except Yet, Russia. They want to lead right, y'all. In China. Russia and China. Everybody else. And these are the weaker, I wouldn't say enemy, but the weaker um, statistic. And they still haven't went over there to not try to be like, well, I mean, wouldn't you want to like, Reintroduce them to the world or something like you know, we're gonna get y'all into the metaverse. <laughs> I mean, shoot, I don't, I don't know. know it's man. just really weird. But it, they're the one. They're the one. Put it like this: they're the one continent that you know Europeans haven't gone to go discover. But honestly, and I put that in air quotes. But think about this: the U.S. So I read another article, and it says that. There are no feral people and that everyone's making this up and it's a hype on TikTok. It's a hype on Twitter. It's a hype on YouTube. If there's no indigenous feral people living in the national parks, then what are these people doing on this island? That's what I'm saying. That right there is proof. Right here. The That's island. an example. That is feral people right there. And they eat. They eat. Uh, they're cannibals. I don't yeah. know about that. But. Yeah. No, it says here that they were cannibals. So there, there's video footage of them. Look, look at them on the beach. There. So apparently, when he arrived, they immediately began showering him with arrows. Oh yeah, no, they didn't waste no time. Ooh, they black. He was attacked by arrows, but he continued walking. The fishermen saw the tribals tying a rope around his neck and dragging his body. They were scared and fled. The reporter added, "Chow's body was spotted on." November 20th, according to Hindustan Times, and his remains have yet to be recovered. It's a difficult case for the police, says Mr. Bomick, because you can't even arrest them. <laughs> yeah, I mean... You can't arrest... What are you going to do? Yeah, they do look black. Bro, that I'm telling you right now, that's Xavier, bro. He lived right down the street from Oh, me. my God. <laughs> I'm telling you. Oh, but, is, that, is that the island? Yeah, that's the island. This is on BBC.com, and you can see them. You can see the picture of the island. So apparently a Navy helicopter on patrol had flown over the island and uh, to check on them. 
What are you checking on them for? Yeah, what, I mean, what they need to be, they, they good. They don't <laughs> they, need no help. They the, fine. The helicopter got a little bit closer, and members of the tribe began to fire arrows at them. So we knew that they were safe, the pilot said. Yeah, they were good. <laughs> They're safe. They're, They're good. firing arrows. They, they can shoot arrows. I think they all right. That island looked tiny. It did look tiny. Mm-hmm. They probably been all over that place, too. I want to know where, I guess... Says, I guess my question is, who are they connected to, though? Because if it's, it's it, it says it's connected to India, but they look like they look like Negroes. It they says global like, organizations like London-based Survival International have been campaigning to protect the indigenous tribes living in the Andam. I can't say that Andaman, word. I don't know what they are. Adonimus. I don't know. Can't say that word. Uh, but the tribe, they live on their own island, and it's roughly the size of Manhattan. Okay, so that's a fairly big, I mean, you know, that's a fairly big island. Yeah. But I, mean, I mean, I, a lot you know, are they connected to, like, because they look black. I mean, they look like Negroes. Yeah, they do look so black. So are they, like, connected to, like, old India, like, or are they connected to, like, Africa, I mean, like you know what I'm saying? Because you got some. And it doesn't even say how they're. You got some isolated black folks. In between what India and Thailand, and if they're black, hey, and they black, hey, they're they're out there killing people and doing, you know, um, don't mess with them. I wouldn't go there. Uh-uh. And another thing about them, you know, I wonder if they got COVID. <laughs> Did COVID reach them? I doubt it, because can't nobody go there. I'm trying to see if what it says about it um, have been have just been infected by deadly pathogens to which they have no immunity with potential to wipe out the entire tribe. Hmm. Mm. Groups have also voiced concern. There's actually two tribes. The other one's called the Jarawa, a tribe that has some contact with the outside world, including a road that cuts through their territory that is used by some tourists for safari trips. Oh, wow. Can you imagine that? Oh, wow. I wouldn't even risk it, fam. Like, hey, can you be on my Snapchat? <laughs> like, they don't shoot me with no car. arrow, fam. I'm just trying to get a pic, bro. <laughs> we look the same, fam. We look the same. We cousins. But there was a movie about it. We talked about it in our other episode a little bit, Green Inferno. Um, it's there. these people. They didn't mean to go to the island. They were going to uh, try to stop trees from being cut down in the forest. Mm-hmm. And they actually flew out of there after they did what they did on the internet um, but their plane crashed and the indigenous people in that island it crashed over that oh, island I remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and they took them hostage that movie's terrible I don't know if it's anything like these people but um, it definitely scares me to go to some place like that I don't want to go I'm going to take my chances with the water if, I, if my plane is going down and you I see go to the Lake Lanier, or you want to go be like, to the island we better take a left because them animans ain't animanimans. They not the Pokemons. They not messing it's, with us. It's man. Lake Lanier or the island. Which one are you picking? Oh, <laughs> spend the day at Lake. I'm spending the, the I'm day Lanier. at Lake Lanier. Yeah, let's have a. I have a chance to fend for myself. I ain't gonna argue there. A whole tribe shooting arrows at me. I'm pretty much done. <laughs> I'm Before done. You get off the boat, right? Because it looked like he didn't even get off the boat yet, and and mm. they were already waiting for him. They, they was waiting for him. They were like, but we just, just it, it's one of those things where uh, you watch the uh, cartoons. It's like take one more step, one right. more, well, one more step. But, I mean, I guess they are scared. I wonder what they think about us. 
They probably, they probably see anybody that ain't, you know, dark like them and think, nope. But what if a black person came to the island? That's what I'm saying, though. If a black person went over there to that island, I feel like they'd probably like be like, we want to shoot you. But you kind of look like us. <laughs> Let me see this picture. Right I mean, here. that looks like an Xavier, right? Mm-hmm. That looks like a Dominique. That looks like an Xavier or like a, like a, like a Dominique. Or I wish like they that. had a better picture of it. This was in 2006. But so, this is how old. Well, I guess we don't know how old this tribe is. But what, what shot? I guess the, the 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 question that's really just just shocking my mind right now is, one, how did these black people not get infiltrated by white folks all this time? And two, how is it that we got this random, all black, you know, unconnected to society tribe in the middle of an Asian and Indian? Continent. Yeah, I have no idea. Like you know no what I'm saying? Idea. Like, how did they get there? And and then two, the thing about it is, is if they've had no contact with civilization, that means they've been there this whole time. So that means that like black people been over there forever. And that makes me think like, well, I mean, it's not just them. Look at these people. The sad truth about uncontact uncontacted tribes. Okay, it's old school. And where's that at? So these people are. They look Hawaiian or something. Yeah. Right. They look Actually, Hawaiian. One of the largest, one of the world's last isolated tribes has apparently emerged from the forest. Wow. And these people, two members of an isolated indigenous tribe from Amazon, from the Amazon. Wow. So apparently they're trying to venture out now. A member of the Yor tribe from the border between Bolivia and Peru. Okay, I'm, I'm slightly familiar. What was that 1996? That was 1986. 86? <laughs> 1986. And uh, there's people from Brazil. That's just really weird. That, I bet you there's like mad, feral people like over there where the rainforest is. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, so that makes me, that makes me, um, okay, so there's this place, right, and I don't remember what forest it's in or, like, what place it's in, but there's this monument, right, it's, and they think it's a pyramid, right, they think it's a pyramid, they've Mm -hmm. done, like, the geological, like, uh, radar and all that stuff, they think it's a pyramid, and it's either, like, in, it's somewhere in one of the Central American places, it's either in Mexico or South America, Central Islands, all in there, anyway, so there's this place, and they think it's a pyramid, and they've tried to get there for, like, they've tried to get there, like, hundreds of times, right? Mm-hmm. And you have to go through this super thick, like, I'm talking, like, it looks like some movie stuff, like, forest. Mm-hmm. Like, it is completely foliage overgrown, foliage. Like, I mean, it's just crazy, right? And so... A few companies and a few like independent studies or whatever have tried to get to this particular pyramid and they're like, no one can get to it because something bad always happens. Either someone dies of a disease or they fall into a booby trap or or they get lost. And they've got all this advanced technology. They know exactly where it is, but they can't get to it. And it's just like there's this big... I don't know. I think the foliage is too thick that, like, even if they fly to it, they won't they don't be go able up there to, like, above it or something. Yeah, like, 
no, no, no. Like they won't be able to. Um, <laughs> oh, I guess they could just kind of like um, drop down. Drop down. Okay, and okay, and yes, and they said that they're scared to do. Don't pyramid. I have no clue where that pyramid is. And it's in the middle of a forest. It's in the middle of a forest that no one and like they still to this day like they've given up trying to get to it because like literally always something bad happens. People die. Like there wasn't. I think there was like a. Uh, there's like a 10 or like 12 person like caravan or something that tried yeah. to get there and they all died. Mm. Like they all died from like this mysterious disease that they like couldn't figure out what it was. And like had to burn their bodies because they didn't want to risk it getting like out in like common like public whatever. Like it, it was kind of a movie. It reminds me of that movie The Pyramid. Have you seen that? The Pyramid? No. It's no, called no. The Pyramid. So a group of friends go just exploring and they want to go explore this certain place where they're um, walking through the forest and then they just come across this pyramid. Yeah. Is it a pyramid? I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's Let's called... Some, I ain't going to look at it. I'm pretty sure it's called the, pyra- the Pyramid. I, wonder, I can't remember where it was. Yeah, I it was made... It's... The film was made in 2014. It's called The Pyramid. Like a mummy, it got a mummy on there and everything. And it has uh, so the oh, guy that from the cast? The, the, I'm looking for the cast, but the guy, uh, the guy from um, X Men is in there. Uh, Logan um, from X Men, uh, the Iceman. No, the Iceman. Uh, uh, yeah, the Iceman. Um, um, the younger version of him. When they're at the when they're actually at the school. Yeah, when they're at the school. Yeah. But that movie, basically, they're, um, they wind up on this land, and uh, it's all clear of foliage in that area. And once they climb up on top, these people come out of the forest, and they won't let them leave. And they're like, they're, they're like regular people. Yeah. And they have guns. They're just like, you can't leave, or they're going to kill them. Once you touch the pyramid, you have to stay there and let it have you, basically. So they, they live on top of it. And something, there's a hole inside that they try to go discover. And there's something in there that, uh, there's like a plant in there. And it starts like, it'll it'll mimic the cell phone ringing. So they drop the cell phone in there and they think the cell phone's ringing. So they go in there. And when the girl's looking to see where the sound, she's getting closer and closer to it. And she sees the um, plant is making the noise. It looks really weird on yeah. the cell phone. And it actually imitates their voices too. So when they go to sleep, uh, it starts to like get into their skin. And so the girl sees it and she starts trying to cut it out of her. You don't remember that? No. That movie's really good. I gotta go watch that. Is it on oh it's probably on like uh Amazon or something. I think I wanna say that it was called the Pyramid, but I don't I see this film here, but this is definitely not it. I can't remember what it's called exactly. I know it's... I'll have to look it up. Oh, yeah. Send me that. I want to see that. I want to see that. That reminds me of the uh, Ninth Gate. You ever seen that? I haven't seen that. Robert Downey... Uh, is that Robert Downey Jr.? That's an old movie, though. I remember seeing the VHS tape for it. <laughs> yeah, it's old. It's like one of those... Uh, it's like one of those uh, cult classics. Like, uh, it's a, it's an occult classic. Mm. Um but you should, you should definitely watch that. I suppose, like, supposedly it it has like real gems in it about like all that. That's a completely different topic. But, oh, yeah. You should check that out. That just popped into my head. Okay. But it it kind of um. What are we talking about? Feral people. Feral people are real, and there's nothing that you can say to change my mind. 
Right. <laughs> like I mean, there's not. I mean, we just pick. I mean, think about it. We just we just pulled up two completely separate tribes right. of people in co- two completely different areas of the world that, for all intents and purposes, has no contact with civilization. So it's safe to say it's happening in the national park too. So I mean, why not? These national parks are huge. Yeah, they're huge. There's got to be somebody. I mean, if not a homeless person living out there, something's living out there. Some. Yeah, we went to when we were in um, Colorado. The the house that the cabin that we stayed in it was really big and it had windows everywhere. Oh no! And none of the windows had coverings on them. None. And we're at the top of the mountain, and there's no coverings, not even in the bedroom. And the bedroom had like doors. Was it the double sided glass at least, or no? No. So they could just see right in there. You'd be ass naked, right? Uh, yeah, and it was oh, just no. the mountain. Nobody can see us because the neighbors are down below us. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But I couldn't sleep there. I, I can't sleep in a so room much. that does not have covers on the windows. And I don't know. If Sasquatch, I feel exposed. Right. Sasquatch looking at me. I'm going to wake up. Because the mountain hill was just right there. And honestly, you can't take a picture of it because it's hard to see way up the mountain hill. Oh, gotcha, I gotcha. With the lens. But um, I could see a house up there. Like a, a shambled house that was just, I don't know. Andre wanted to go up there and look at it. <laughs> He's like, let's go oh, up the no. mountain. I'm like, nah, no, we went up the mountain halfway. No, no, or not no. Not even halfway, a third of the way. I ain't walking through the snow like I ain't, no. Nope. I am not the discoverer. Let me say something. I may do a lot of things in life, but the one thing that I am not going to do is willingly discover something new because if. I'm the person in the scary movie that will survive. Because like, let's go check it out. I'm going home. The black people don't ever survive. <laughs> no, <laughs> like you know what? You know what's so funny though? Because it's like when you when you when you watch movies and they be like, man, they don't ever have no black people in the movie. I'd be thinking to myself like, scary movies can't be scary movies if they put real black people in there because they're gonna run away. Not maybe they- run away. We could be the main ones telling people not to do shit. Well, that too, yeah. They're like, oh, we should go. Re- that is a dumb plan, Susan. We, we are not look. doing that. We should go see we should, where the sound is coming from. Oh, no. Like- this is the one that gets me every time. We should split up. Oh, my Karen, God. if you don't shut up. <laughs> Why do people want to split up? I, I, in a crisis, no. I need everybody there because. No. Uh-uh. 15 of us together is going to be a whole lot stronger than seven and seven. Or, you know what I'm saying. Groups of three? Seven and eight. Yeah, um, I don't know why they do that. They, it's unrealistic, and it, I guess it makes the movie though. Because if they didn't do it that way, then we wouldn't have nothing to watch. There would, wouldn't be anything to watch. Yeah, it'd be a thirty-minute movie. Everybody lived. <laughs> Everybody lived, and they're like, "Don't go over there. Mm-hmm. It's something's going on in that house." But you know what's funny with these national parks, though? Like, I, I, I would venture to say that like, it's always kids, isn't it? In the majority kids. of them, kids. Yeah, it is kids because I guess they're easier. Um, it's kids and teenagers, but mostly. not very, not very many adults, right? It has been some adults. Um, so apparently there was the, the, they were looking for someone. Oh no, it was a child. I'm sorry. It was a child. They were looking for the child and they saw the child with an adult, but it wasn't, it, it, the man was like, uh, disheveled, disfigured. And, and he was like Whoa. hiding in a bush when he saw the little boy. Or when he was with saw seen with the little boy, he was yeah. hiding in a bush. Yeah, and huh. apparently they didn't want to do anything. Like they did the the rangers or the park rangers didn't want to go over there and do anything. They just left it alone. No, and they they said 
that it was an animal, that it wasn't the little boy with. It wasn't an adult or nothing. Or it was just some weird animal over there. Yeah, they said it wasn't anything. It's just an animal. They don't Man. want don't don't like to um, admit to anything. I just don't understand what what would change if they like. I think people would go looking out. for them. Because the way the kids are today, man, survival of the fittest. They're like, let's go, let's. I mean, honestly, I was that person. I used to go. And if you died, I'd be like, look, he was my friend. (laughs) I love him to death. Oh my god! But he got what he deserved. Idiot. Yeah, I used to go to. I didn't used to go to places that I knew I could die. I used to go to haunted places just to investigate. I I used to investigate paranormal. Did you get the? Did you get like the the machines and stuff? Mm Mm-hmm. No, not the machine, but I had a, so the school, uh, when I was in video, uh, a video class, they gave me all the equipment to put on me. You know how they used to put all that, that camera on you and stuff? Yeah, back yeah, in the yeah, day? yeah. I had all that. I had all the audio equipment and nothing scary really happened. I just scared myself most of the time, but Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I used to have interviews. So just I used to, huh? Oh, man, man. I go, 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 go. So what I was going to say is there's a, we're, we're in Dallas, Texas, but, uh, Fort Worth is not too far, and part of Fort Worth is Lake Worth, and um, there's actually some a lot of things that have happened out there too. Like um, there's the story of the Goat Man that's in Lake Worth. So there's Goat a, Man, yeah, half man, half goat. He was seen like years ago, like years and years ago. My dad used to uh, scare us, talking about I'm gonna take you to Lake Worth and leave you out there with the Goat Man, and. But there's a goat man, there's a, a castle out there, a haunted castle, and what? there's also uh, a Chinese garden. And the Chinese garden is somewhere in Lake Worth, but it's surrounded by large walls and a gate. And if you can get inside there, it's just like an untouched uh, Chinese garden. It has all the statues in there and everything, and nobody knows. I mean, I haven't heard why is it there? What is it? What Does is it, it? Has they have they have they seen anybody like uh, tending? I don't know what they call it, but have you no, seen anybody like uh-uh. keeping up with it's the probably flowers overgrown. and stuff? It's probably overgrown. I don't oh, know. Wow. But I always wanted to go there with me and my friends. Always try to find that Chinese garden. That would be cool to go see. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not I don't know the reason like why. You, like I told you, I ain't, I ain't the one. <laughs> It would be cool to go see it, but I ain't going with y'all. Yeah, there, there's that. There's the the haunted castle. I actually went to the haunted castle um, when we were in high school. Everybody used to break into the castle and have a party because that was what the seniors was did it like every senior year. for senior day. Yeah. Okay. 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 Well, now they got it like under heavy security, but there's actually a tunnel in that castle that goes straight to the lake there. Oh, in really? Lake Worth, because apparently the president. Um, and I believe he said President Roosevelt came through that tunnel. Correct. To that castle. Yeah. That huh. they used to go to that castle. And they would go through the tunnel so that they didn't have to see anybody. And um, if you live in Lake Worth, you, um, you know that there's a casino boat out there. And, you know, it's legal to gamble on, on the, the boat. water. Yeah. So they would go out on the water and gamble. But as far as why it's haunted, uh, he never really told me anything about why it was haunted. I don't really think it's haunted either. I don't get a bad vibe from it. But um, it's definitely cool that there's a castle in Lake Worth. I never knew this. Yeah. We had a haunted bridge in Pflugerville. Is that the haunted bridge where the little kids push you across the thing? I I heard of that. We got a haunted bridge in Pflugerville. 
They I said never, it. I, I, I've driven. Oh, well, I've driven over to music because it was like the quickest way to get to like the rec center. But I didn't know it was haunted for like a good. I mean, well, like pretty much the whole summer, I would take it every once in a while. If I knew I was going to the rec center doing traffic, I would go that way. But um, yeah, no, no, that bad boy's supposed to be haunted. I never went during night though. So you're supposed to like go at night, turn your turn lights, your lights off. off. And the kids push and the, put your car in neutral. Yeah, and the kids, and the kids will push, will push your car. You. Yeah, I, I was like, that. boy, now or like some people would put, uh, some people would put uh, like baby powder. Oh on yeah, their so you can see the kids bumper, so you can see the kids' handprints. And I was like, nah, y'all doing too much. If they if they can interact that good, you better hope it's a good day for them. You know, I actually think that um, we have like a uh, I don't know. You know. Y'all better not have a ghost in this house. I'm leaving. <laughs> I think we have a ghost, but I think it's a nice ghost. In this house? Yeah. Ambrose. And the reason why is because, so when we moved in. No, fam, for real? Yeah, let me tell you why. It's not scary. It doesn't scare me. But It don't scare you. <laughs> Who dies first in the horror movies? They could, they little boy. Who dies I first it, let me in the you. horror movies? <laughs> Andre. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know if it's real or not. Who knows? But when we first moved in, we had somebody clean our whole house. The whole house, top to bottom, clean the refrigerator, everything. And then we were going to move our stuff in the next day. And keep in mind, nobody has lived in this house. It's a brand new built house. But it did used to be a park. It was a park before here. Everybody in the neighborhood that drives by wants to tell me, that used to be a park. It's, it's a lot of old people in the neighborhood, and yeah. they all want to tell me it's been. Okay, I get it. My it, house it was, was a park. park. I got it. Okay. Yes, okay. kids played here. Okay, right. So next day we moved in. There, I have. I don't. No little kids come to my house. No, you already know. I don't have little kids in my house. Right. There was a little kid, just one handprint on the refrigerator, on the bottom, just in the, high enough for a little kid. Nobody has print. nobody has come to my house. No, nobody has seen. You sure wasn't jiggy. <laughs> it's too high. It was too high for that. But um, so I just kind of brushed it off. I showed Andre. You yeah. know, hey, there's a handprint here. A little kid. Where did that come from? We just cleaned everything yesterday, like everything, top to bottom. And he personally, I believe, cleaned the refrigerator okay. from top to bottom. Anyways, uh-uh. uh, so. Fast forward all the way to two weeks ago, or actually before our trip. Okay. I went on. I went to Vail, Colorado, on December eighth. So the day before, two days before that, I pulled my car out to take it to. Um, I had my car wrapped and I took it to go get checked. They so you have to do that, that recheck, right? Yeah, for the warranty, they want to check and make sure nothing's wrong. So there's a couple of spots on there that they had to fix. But either way, they were going to give my car a full wash, and they did. They mm-hmm. washed the entire car. Um, I came out. I took pictures of it at the shop, and it was clean all around. You know, he told me, we're going to fix this and fix that, whatever. I came home. Car's brand, you know, clean. I put it in the garage, and then uh, I back it out because I had to take my dog to an appointment, doctor appointment. Right. And so I park it in, and I go inside, grab him, because he was already ready to go, grab him, and I'm walking out to the car, and there's two little kid handprints on the part of the front part of my hood. 
Just no. enough to where a little kid could touch it, you know? You already got vampires that used to live next door. <laughs> now you telling me you got kid ghosts? That's so weird. I don't know. I don't know if it's real or what, but it, it would explain why it's my dog moving. is always barking all the time. Looking in weird looking in corners, there ain't yeah. nothing there. Yeah. He barks at something that's not there. Um, I think all animals do that. And that's what we talked about last time, the, the pineal gland. Them dogs, the animals, they don't have anything that's calcifying it, so they probably see all kinds of stuff. They probably out here wigging out, and, don't, and we just and don't, don't even, even know. know. He's, he's looking at this scary-ass monster, and yeah. I'm just like, calm down, calm down. <laughs> I mean, like, seriously, though, they're, like, over here, like, having a panic attack. Panic if you could attack. only see what I see. Like, like fam, you don't get it. You <laughs> It's trying to eat your head. Right. He's standing right next to you. He looks scary, but um, I don't know. It, it it doesn't freak me out. I've had a couple You're of used to it, though. You've been around this paranormal activity yeah, stuff. Yeah, I've kind of been I, around some scary stuff before. Um, I, that, that would, like, I would be thoroughly just messed up for, like, a good two, three days. Seeing the handprint? No, 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 no. Oh. Like, if I saw some, like, oh, if you like saw even something. if it wasn't, like, a dangerous, like, Situation. It could just be a friendly ghost rolling up on me, like, "Hey, bro." How do you even know? I'd be like, "No." To begin with, no, 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 no. I don't want this. I like, I don't want this. I, this is not what I signed up for. So I saw uh, when I was younger, and I told my mom and dad that one day I was home. My brother and my sister were in summer school, and I saw a man in our living room. And he walked right by me and he looked clear. I, at first, it's like you're in disbelief and then it feels like you're falling to the ground and your heart is jumping out of your chest and you feel frozen. And I kind of froze and put my head in the pillow. You know, I, I believe that that stuff is real just because I've seen it for myself. And a lot of people say, uh, I'm going to discredit you and say that you didn't see that because I didn't see it for myself. And I, hey. in order for me to believe it, I have to see it for myself. And it's like... Why would you want to see that for yourself? I'll take I mean, your word for it. Like if somebody saw something and what's crazy is my I told my mom and dad and then uh, my mom told me later on that she saw that man in our room before standing in the corner when she was coming out of the bathroom going to her room. And so she's seen him too? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. This one he was alive or dead? Did. Did. And I didn't know who it was no, at first. No. But no. the landlord and y'all had didn't move. Away. We continued. <laughs> we continued living there. Something was going on. Something was going on. Well, at least he wasn't like a malicious ghost. Oh yeah, he. I, I only saw him that one time. But there's a handful of times where I was alone in the house where I felt scared to be there because. They say you can feel them looking at you, you know? I believe it. I'm sorry. Like, I, ghosts, interdimensional beings, all that. I just, mm, I, I guess I believe this stuff more so from a science perspective, which I know is like people are like, how can you believe that and believe in science? But it's just like when you really understand like certain levels of stuff that's going on, it can be connected. Like It can be connected. I think maybe they either there. haven't disclosed the connection for us, or you know, the general public hasn't figured it out on their own. Dude, I don't know, but that like, I mean, I don't know, because like, I mean, I went to school for engineering, so there's certain sciences 
or there's certain things about science that like unless you're going to go to school for engineering or or some t or chemistry or something like that there's certain levels of or knowledge of science that you're just not going to know unless you're you know pursuing something that's specialized right so it's like the 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 more you get into these things and you start kind of like connecting the dots between different sciences and how we see the world and all that stuff like you start to realize that like it's not so far fetched that something can exist right next to you and you just can't see it Right. And just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not there. Just because like when you look at like our eyes, right, like mm -hmm. our eyes have to be able to perceive light in order to process what's in front of us. But when you look at the full light spectrum, we only perceive like one sixteen sixteen hundredth. Yeah, the apparently there's colors out there that we can't even see. But I mean, but there's yeah, but there's there's frequencies of light that we can't even see. So it's just like, what if this being exists on that frequency? frequency. It just because we can't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. And then that goes into why, like I would say, like psychedelics, like LSD, DMT, all these different things, like they connect different pathways in your brain to where maybe now you can see and see interact that. And with that those. makes me even more scared because you know what I mean? I'm not doing mushrooms. I'm not doing any of them drugs that's going to make me see any of them things. I, I've seen it. I've You've seen, seen it sober. I've seen enough. Like, I don't need to see it. No. That, that I don't know. I, don't, I can't do that. I don't want to see that. Yeah, no. I just, I don't know. I guess looking at it from a scientific point, I feel like it's it, it is possible. And they've had to have done studies on this, you know, with but think about LSD, X-rays, huh? Think about X-rays or like uh, CAT scans and that stuff. Like they're using light to see something that's inside, inside your body, yep. and then taking a picture of it. So, like, what if you could actually walk through life being able to see light that way? Yeah. Think about how much more stuff you're going to be able to see. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just and like, it's the same thing with, um. Uh, did you see the study where they put someone in a room with zero sound? Like, it was the yes. and, and they put the head, they put them in there and put the headphones on them. And uh, I don't know if they had headphones. They Either way, the room was completely dead. So you could, couldn't hear anything in there. Mm -hmm. They said that you could hear your own heartbeat in yeah. there. That's how they say people go crazy. Yeah, they go crazy. They start hearing things and there's actually a mountain in Maui um that when you get to the top it's silent. Really? Really dead quiet. People are very uncomfortable when they go up there. Yeah. You could hear you can't hear anything. Uh when we went on vacation, the the tour guide was telling us, she's like, you see that mountain up there? She's yeah. like, I've climbed that mountain. She's like, if you go up that mountain, it's it's famous for not being able to hear anything up there. Like, it's really? completely, completely dead, just silent. dead silent. And people get uncomfortable and they leave right away. Really? But now that I know that, I still wouldn't go up there. I'm curious, but being in the mountain in Vail uh, the last couple of weeks is hard to breathe. Really? Yeah, it was hard to breathe. I didn't understand what was happening. So I've never been to the. Are you elevated? I don't even know if yeah, the elevation is. Yeah, we were like. Um, well, elevation we, is pretty when high. We up were there, on right? the ground. Apparently, we were 8,000 feet 
elevation and then we went up to the oh, house yeah. yeah it was even higher yeah your elevation up so there. the air was super thin i i could not breathe when i was down there yeah. we had to buy these cans of air to breathe in every once in a while while i was doing it everybody yeah. else was fine i was the only one that was out of breath i'm over here out of breath i walked from the couch to the kitchen and be out of breath i was like uh-uh this ain't right this yeah. ain't right i was like what is going on uh-uh. and andre told me he was like oh the elevation we're up so high and the air's thin i'm like damn you know that's where they train in the Olympics. They always take all the all the uh, whoever the top people are running for the USA. They take them to run in Colorado because elevation is so high. Because your body's working with your blood's working with less oxygen. Mm. So if you can train at a really really high intensity at a high elevation, when you come out of that, your body is able to process oxygen oxygen a whole lot better and more efficient, and you get. Supposedly, you get better performance because you're working with more oxygen than what you train. Well, I was with. up there for what six days, and I don't feel any better. Well, we're gonna kick your ass tomorrow. <laughs> we're gonna see. We'll see My if the elevation helps you out. Better. Get on that peloton, right? Pedal <laughs> faster. We're not talking about that today, but Just, there's all kinds of things out there in the world, um, and I think that with the pharaoh people, with the indigenous people. That are on these islands and just like we were talking about in our last episode, there's so much stuff out there. We don't even know what to believe anymore. We don't even know what's real, what's fake. And I just like talking about it because I like to get everybody's opinion on it. And Ooh, one just quick thought with mm-hmm. feral people. Do you think their pineal glands are, are calcified or no, open? No, they're open. <laughs> They okay. probably are open, and they probably see what we truly are or something. <laughs> so then do you think that that's what makes them so, like... Because, I mean, the whole thing with feral people is, like, they're kind of, like, off. They're kind of, like, weird. They're kind of, like, you know, dangerous and, you know... They th- but do you think it's because maybe, like, their pineal glands are, like, not calcified? So they're dealing with seeing stuff or experiencing stuff that we can't, like, maybe, process? I mean, so it makes them that way? Or, you know what I mean? Because like, or they're in touch with it. But why would they be living that life they live if they had that, true, fair, that fair, type fair. of power? Fair. Or maybe they just I don't know. I don't Who know. Knows? Who right? knows? Because I also see videos of uh, like a ritual in Africa where they put the they put this rag with a bottle filled with something, and then they um, cover it with. Sticks and they put um, kind of like a, I don't know what it's called, but they it's almost like a grass skirt yeah. over it, over it, over it, and it looks like a giant ball or a giant um, tower of just grass. And it starts they, they're singing and clapping and it starts moving and dancing and it's moving and moving and moving, but there's nothing in there. And I'm like, how do you well, how that? that? What is that? Yeah. And then there's even a video of one of those things flying in the air too, like. Yeah. What is that? How are y'all doing that? And I think it's because they know how to use that because that you know in these countries they don't have access to the water that we have access to. They don't have fluoride, you know, so it's not calcifying their pineal gland, and they're able to do that type of stuff. But wouldn't they be more powerful than that? I mean, I I don't know, man. Because I do see like spiritual over the U.S. or something. 
<laughs> yeah, true. But then I do feel like a lot of like a lot of time like like highly spiritual people aren't very like they don't have the same desires as like sit like us in civilization. Yeah, that's right? true because they don't know, they don't think about they don't like know about money, money and, and cars and social status mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So like on one end, I could see like it's like damn man, if you can tap into this like power, why don't you use it? But at the same time, I'd be thinking like their mentality also isn't corrupted by like the pressures of like society and status and 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 expectations that we have yeah well those are not our expectations they were given to us i mean forced upon us 100 you gotta have this car you gotta look like this you gotta you gotta have education you gotta talk smart you gotta dress well you gotta present your it's like but why, fam? I just I want to play basketball on the weekends. It's like when I was growing up, you know, my mom and dad were like, you know, you grow up, you get married, you have kids. That's what they told me. How you going to do that? You grow up, you get married, you have kids. How you going to do that? And I'm like. How, how you going to do that? <laughs> First of all, I'm like, even even without thinking in my own head, well, I don't even like women. Even when, <laughs> have kids. Huh? We'll even, that when the they, even not thinking about that, I'm thinking, man, that sounds like I don't know. To me, it sounds so boring. More to my life, I wanted to do something more for myself yeah. and, and make a name for myself. Not just you know everybody in, where I grew up from. Not everybody, but the majority of people that I went to high school with. You know, they're still in Northside. They have kids. They have husbands. You know, and they're living their life barbecuing on the weekend. And I'm just like, I'm not satisfied with that. If you are, I, you know, I'm not going to point the finger at you and say, you know, you're boring and you didn't do anything with your life. But that's your life. That's not mine. I don't want my life to be like that. Oh, facts. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really like that either. So the way up. that society pushes us, and it's not just because I'm gay. It's, just, it's because... I wanted to see the world. I wanted to do other things and mm-hmm. experience other things. And I just, I don't know. I feel like it's just so ingrained in us when we grow up that that's what you have to do and that's what you have to believe in. And I just never understood why that was the only form of like, quote unquote, success was like, you 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 go to school, you make good grades, you go to college, you get a good job, and then you're good, and then you can build your family and retire. Like I don't understand why like that's the status quo or that's, that's the, the bar for, the for right. Well, they but even true, but I mean like just even for like like from a family perspective, it's just like why is that the only thing that you see as the future? Like what if what well, if I want to what if I want to buy a, a a van and live in that and travel the United States? The rest of my life, and just you know what I mean, like why, why, why isn't that a possibility for success? Like, or why isn't you know, I don't know, you know, I go, I build a, I build, I, I become a survivalist and build my own cabin. Then I don't need a job because then I can you know grow my own food and live off my own means. And like, put why solar that, up. Put solar up. You know what I mean? Like, why isn't that like something? You know what I mean? Like, I just, I never understood why. You know, well, I do understand that you know the government implanting certain like sociopolitical and like status things into our society and our movies. I get where it comes from, like in that sense. But I just don't understand, like when you look at like if you had a kid, 
mm-hmm. and you're looking at your kid grow and develop and you see what your kid is interested in and you see your kid's habits, you see your kid's weaknesses, it's like, why can't, you, why can't parents look at that and say, okay, well, based on what my kid is, is prone to doing, this is probably what is going to help them be fulfilled in life versus it being like, well, all that's fine and good, but make sure you get this degree and get a job. Mm-hmm. Like all that stuff that identifies you as a human being is good, but go get this degree and then, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they like still want to push that on you. That's yeah. The, it's just the agenda of uh, just, I really don't know. It's it's a government agenda, honestly. That's what they want us to do so that we do not become a problem. That's yeah, what I feel like. It's complacency. They want to control us and... Um, what they say, school breeds workers, not thinkers. Yeah. And I, there's, it's so funny to me because I meet so many people that have degrees and they're stupid. Yeah. Like, I meet so many people that have degrees and have no critical thinking skills. And they are, and they, like, you know I mean? and they think that they're just some of the most gifted, smartest people. Oh, I have a bachelor's from Harvard. But stupid. You mean outside of their specialized, you know, degree or technique, they They can't do anything. anything. But because they think they know that, which because they they got that paper, little pit, they know what they learned in school. All of a sudden, they're smarter than you. And she's like, you, they think they're smart in everything. It's like, you went to school to get a chemistry degree. You're smart in chemistry. That's it. That's it. (laughs) Like you, you. Just because you got a bachelor's or a master's in chemistry does not sit does not signify that you're smart in ninety percent of the other stuff in this world that ain't got nothing to do with chemistry. And it's just it boggles my mind. Like even and I hate to say this, but like people got to stop thinking that like even some of these what I looked at is like highly revered degrees, like doctors. There's plenty of people that grow up to be doctors, and outside of their field, they're idiots. There's yeah. people that grow up to be engineers and outside of their field, they're idiots. There's people that, you know what I mean? There's there's people that have these very extremely uh, difficult, skilled. And that's the thing. To be a doctor, you're skilled because you, you practice and study a specific set of, of repetitious skills and apply it in one dimension of your life, right? So these people are highly skilled. They're not necessarily very intelligent, intelligent. people. You're, you're just good at your, what you went to school yeah. for. That was it. But they think that they, that they can conquer the equals, world. I know everything, including what you think you know. Right. And, and that's like, <laughs> and it's like no. And, and, I, I, and I hate that like society uses that too. Like, oh, well, this person is a doctor, so of course they know more than you. Well. They don't know more than me in football. Some of the they don't know more than me Some in, of the most uneducated people in bodybuilding. I've not. A, I have met a lot of people that have not went to college, dropped out of high school, and talking to them just in a general conversation, I'm like, man, this person is smarter than me. And I'm like, how? Are well, you, you learn? You actually learn something from them. Yeah, I'm like, how are you so smart? So damn, bro, you ain't got no paper, bro. But you, I just learned something You're from smart. you. You're smart. Yeah. This, yeah, one of my friends, he used to tell me things all the time. And I'm just like, man, how do you know all this if you didn't go to school? And I did. I'm the dumb person. No, stop, <laughs> stop, stop, stop. 
But that's what that's what oh blew my, my mind. Or you know, I or, or I always look at uh, Elon Musk. He's like, oh, he didn't he go said, to college, right? Yeah, he said he said I don't have a master's master's degree, but the people that work for me do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're, they're the ones that we need you to know what you're doing in this field. Nothing yeah. else. He is the brains of the operation. Right, like that 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 right that just. I don't know when I when I first time I saw but that, it's I was not like, to discredit Dang. anyone that has a degree because honestly it's so hard to get no. a degree to begin with and the amount of money you have to pay and the time and the effort and everything you give up it kind of makes you I don't want to say that it makes you dumb it makes you um, what's the other word for it when you're just I just think it makes a lot of people one dimensional yeah because they don't know anything honestly like doctors. So I dated someone that was going to be a doctor and we dated for a year while he was going through everything. And, uh, he, oh my God, the amount of time you have to dedicate to become a doctor. I had after, you know, I've always respected doctors, but after dating somebody who was going to become a doctor and seeing the process, I have a newfound respect for doctors because they really give up their life. Oh no, it's not easy. Yeah. They give up their entire young adult life to become a doctor because they really don't really become doc i mean the average person doesn't really become a doctor to what they're damn near 30 because they got to go to like the normal four years even sometimes then they got to do like that. a residency they got to do you like have another to do the four residency. years something yep. else like yeah i mean you have to pass the test and that test oh is i didn't like, think about that you should have passed the test. test either it's like we want you to write out your answer like i need to see that you know paragraph. the whole procedure yeah, and I saw the I saw that, and um, and I have respect really for that. It's really hard. So I get it when they, you know, I, you know, and it's just like talking to my husband, and he's like, "You seen that?" I tell him, "Have you seen this movie?" And he's like, "No," and I'm like, "Have you seen this movie?" And he's like, "No," and he's a software engineer, so he's went been in school his entire life, and he's well, he's 27 now, 28, and. Um, He's been in school his whole life, all the way up mm-hmm. to that point. So he hasn't seen anything. He hasn't experienced anything. And when I tell him everything that I went through in my life, he's like, man, you've had an amazing life. I've been, I've been waking up, going to school, reading books, and coming home. Like, Yeah, he's like, you really had a lot of fun. You know, you and he hears me and, and stories from uh, my best friend Kendrick when we're on vacation just recently. And he's like, you guys had a really fun Oh, my life. God. <laughs> He's like, I was in school studying. I'm like, man, I'm really lucky to have lived that life. I went to college too, but I'm not going to tell you where I went. <laughs> oh my God. See? I have an associate's degree in graphic design. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. It's just an associate. I tried. I was it's going a to degree. school. I was going to school for Whoa. my bachelor's and um, in information technology and software development. And I actually just, when I got into the nitty gritty of it, I was like, this isn't for me. I can't live my life behind a computer like this. Yeah. I need to do something else. So I just, I, I, I don't want to say I gave up on it. I just, I ended it. I didn't want to do it anymore. That's the sucky part about college because it's like you have to pay to go to college. But then also it's like, I'm not going to say you have to waste money, but like, and technically like you have to waste money to see what it is that you really honestly want to do because it's like you don't really know I just feel like it's a very, I feel like it's a very, very irresponsible decision in our society to say that by the age of 18, you have to figure out 
who and what you want to be for the rest of your life and then dedicate the next four years to becoming that. I don't think that that's a fair thing to put on an 18-year-old, no matter how smart and mature they are. Because think about how much... Think about how much your perception of what you are passionate about changed from the age of, let's just say, 23 to 25. Dramatically. Just just from 23 to 25. Think about how much your passions, the things that drove you and motivated you you in life changed. From 18 to the age I am now, I'm not going to (laughs) disclose. Oh, my God. I... You know, I'm just, I've switched my career so many times. I'm like, I want to do this, I want to do this. And you find out what you like and what you don't like. And But you can't really figure that out until you try it. Like, right. you have to so do it. So you have to pay for school. Yeah. And then you start going, I don't want to go to school for this anymore. Like, this is trash. Like and then they're like, well, you can transfer to this. And then you got to take all these other extra classes. Right. Because now you got to catch up on that degree. And you're yep. like, okay. But then it's like, okay, I'm interested in it now. So it's like, okay, bam, I got to give you my money. I got to go and see if I like it. Then you're going to take, what, at least two semesters, maybe three. And then it's like, dang, this ain't what I thought it was going to be. And then it's just like, you're forced. I I just think that that that's so weird. A lot of people get stuck, too. And they're just like, I didn't really want to do this, but I was already going to graduate, and I didn't want to stay in school anymore. I've heard so many people say that. So I went ahead and got my degree in it. Yeah. And then this this is the kicker. 80% 80% of people that graduate college don't even get a job in their degree field. Right. I didn't. Honestly, when I graduated, it was just an associate's degree, and a lot of people want a bachelor's degree for graphic design. Um, no matter how good you think you are, unless you blow them away with your portfolio. But I went through my portfolio with my teachers and everything to try to get it really good. And graphic design is a really tough field. It changes every day. It changes constantly. And I actually, I went, I was thinking I was going to get a job, right? I no. went to 10 interviews. I actually moved um, to California, and I'm like, this is the perfect place for me to get a job. I got a, sto- I got a job at a, a grocery store doing the grocery store ad. So, you know, when you open up your mailbox and you get the, um, the ads that have... Oh, all, all the coupons and yeah, all the uh, that's like what I latest was sales and stuff. And it was just a a template, right? And I'm thinking, hey, this is a good start for my job. And I started doing it, and I got fired after a week. And they were like, you didn't do the template right. And I'm like, what do you mean? It looks exactly like like, like it was last last week. Last week, what do you mean? And so that was a no-go. And then I got hired by a school to do photography for all the kids in the sports pictures and stuff like that. And I did that, and the woman didn't like the border that I used, that they used also. I didn't understand. It was really weird. So I never got to just stay in my field, and it actually made me give up on my degree because I couldn't understand how I was putting out things that everybody around me loved, friends, family, even strangers. They loved it, but when I worked for a company, they didn't like it. It was just like, no. So, for as an example, a church was trying to find a logo for um, for their uh, AIDS um, outreach program that they had. And they're like, we're developing a logo. We need somebody to make it for us, make us a letterhead, business cards, everything. So, I made everything for them. They loved it. <laughs> so, I was like, I, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's either a hit or miss in, in graphic design. It's I mean, graphic design is super competitive, too, just because, like, I mean, well, 
Maybe not back then, but even now, like no, it is super competitive. Yeah, every there's so many people out there with that degree that can't get a job in graphic design. And but when I'm they saying, do it's so stressful. But I mean, I'm just saying, like even nowadays, though, like with how far technology has come, I feel like it's even more competitive now because it's like you don't even have to have a degree to get a job in graphic mm-hmm. design. I mean, if you put a portfolio together and you got a bomb ass Instagram. You can go, to, I mean, a company will hire you just off of what you're posting on, on social, social media, media if you're really good at it. Or, you know, I know a guy, he does, uh, he does like animations, like, uh, like little shorts. So he will do mm-hmm. like a 30 second little, I don't know how to explain it, but like he'll do like a little 30 second 3D animation, like Disney type stuff, like I've Pixar type stuff. I know how to do that. Right. Too. Okay. And, uh, he was posting stuff online and got reached out to by a bunch of different companies and they're like they basically give him little small projects to do you know here and there to like supplement like basically like they already have a main team that does majority of the work but if it's like a little small piece that they just don't want to put a lot of time and energy in they'll mm-hmm. send it to him and he'll do it mm-hmm. but he's like i'll get he's like i'll get a month to do a project I'll, they'll give me a month to put together a project that get uh, he's like I get done in in two weeks. So the only thing I didn't have on my side was uh, Instagram and Twitter and all that back then because maybe I could have yeah done no back then was <laughs> yeah back then was different. Now nah, I gave back up then you on had it. To, right. <laughs> I gave up on. I'm like I can't. I'm but so it just sucks outdated, back then you, you know? had to go through corporate America. Yeah. So you yeah. didn't have the freedom to be creative. It's like you had to do what they wanted you to do. It's right. Like you didn't have no room to be creative. If there was Instagram back then, who knows what would happen. I don't know. Dude, I, used to be, be, I used to do a lot of stuff. You, you might know? be at Disney right now. Right. Or, uh, or no, 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 no. Uh, Pixar. They're I the big dogs. I might have been in the Illuminati by now. Girl. <laughs> but. Um, putting, uh, putting triangle right. eyes on everything. Right. But guys, uh, thank you for listening. I know um, our topics were kind of cut short. There's not much to say about these topics sometimes. Um, I mean, I could give you a whole history, but when I've listened to podcasts on like Sasquatch or uh, the Blair Witch or whatever they want to talk about, I don't ever hear anything that I want to hear. So I like to cut to the chase and just talk about the good stuff. And that's what we do. Um that's why we got straight to the to the nitty gritty on it. They like to go through a whole back history and where it started, and that's all fine. But what's happening now with it is what I like to hear, and a lot of them don't get to the current events. Either way, thank you for listening. I want you guys to email us, uh, DM us, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and we'll see you next time. Peace out.
Welcome back, Sky Squids, episode three. 